ditto to that. I'm here. <laughs> I know you all missed me. Yeah, Matt's here. I've heard Matt howl without me, and um, uh-huh. it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad, Matt. I I appreciated the effort, and I think Thanks. James and Brad are just not going to do it if I'm not here. He so. didn't say it was good. I enjoyed it. I he enjoyed said not it. that bad. That's just how I talk. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> I'm a, I'm the B string. It's fine. Bench bench warmer, dude. We're just I did we got try a, it once. We got a full house. I like it. Brad, you did try it. Yeah, once, once in many years. <laughs> it it has been a minute. It's not my thing, though. It's not my thing. It's y'all's thing. I try to give. I try to give homage to you. I try to, you know, do it for you when you're not here. But yeah, it's not my thing. So, do we have I, any idea why? You no, know, this comes up like every couple of years, like where it came from. I don't know. We I think you just I, did it the first time and probably and you just kept I, doing it. I remember. I just remember writing a song called Meow. I'm a cat, but we're making. That's, yeah, that's not. The we're same not. Thing. I still have the. We're not making cat noises. Yeah, that was a long song. My assumption with David is it has something to do with your younger fascination of Conan O'Brien. Ooh, yeah, that's because he and he howls like that. I hadn't even thought about that. That's a great point. Yeah, I catch this that, podcast every once in a while. So you're not being a wolf; you're being Conan O'Brien. I'm being Conan. <laughs> yeah, he he like howls and meows at the weirdest times on all of his shows. So that's I just always thought that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe it is, dude. There is um, there is a fair chance that that's that's it. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was nice seeing somebody as pale as me. You know, mm-hmm. in the limelight that like was really really funny it was definitely somebody to look up to um i think at the time i didn't realize how tall he was though and like i don't yeah like he's a monster that he's like six four or six five or something he's so tall but i missed anything anything else we want to say about conan o'brien um he have you said to be a hard guy to work for that dude never stops working and i think it'd probably be pretty stressful to work with him no offense conan have you seen Conan one. Without Borders? I think I've seen, uh, maybe one or two episodes. They're pretty I, funny. I, I don't doubt it. Oh, I've only seen him with Borders, I guess. <laughs> yeah, when he's <laughs> on a regular show. <laughs> yeah, I wish you would have been like, I've only seen him in Borders. <laughs> we were both in the fiction yeah. section. Actually, he would have been he would have been in the history <laughs> nothing, section. Nothing like a bookstore yeah. joke. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> does, does Borders uh, even exist anymore? I don't think so. Maybe not here. Yeah. Thanks, just, Bezos. Yeah, we just have books a million. Yeah. Thanks, Man, we Bezos. still got Barnes & Noble going strong here. Oh, yeah. I've seen some Barnes & Nobles. But... Oh, dude, Kiva and I were in Tulsa the other day, and she had some free time when she had dropped the boys off my parents, and I was in a meeting, and uh, she went to a Mardell's, speaking of bookstores, just because she hadn't been in one in, like, 15 years. <laughs> dude, that's still a thing. It's we used to go there all the time my favorite thing that they had was there was like this full you know the the thing they have sunglasses on the spinny things mm-hmm, that have mm-hmm. the different sides they had those of like ribbons that you could get for people and it was like i dressed myself i pooped in a pot <laughs> all of those like i bought ribbons. so many of those <laughs> did you ever give us any oh things? yeah okay y'all definitely good. got them at some point that's good because i just yeah. thought it was See, the best thing or ribbons that celebrated those things oh my god yeah the best thing about mardell's is that it still shit sells the ironic t-shirts 
uh-huh. and the it's it it hasn't changed. It's the exact same store that it was when we used to go in it all the time. That's twenty the years crazy ago thing about Mardell. Like it looks like, the same, the layout's like the same. Jesus Christ, but in the Coca Cola writing. Yes, yes, all that that's sort of like that sort exists. of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, yeah. Borders is not a thing anymore. Ah, that's why I haven't seen Conan in a while. Abercrombie build the wall. Build. Oh wait, that's not appropriate. <laughs> oh, wow. I was like, oh. Matt's moving, moving back to Oklahoma, and he's yeah, really no, he's him. ready. So yeah, <laughs> no, I was just making a inappropriate connection for fun. Nothing like oh, immigration man. jokes. What was yeah. what was the my favorite part about Mardell's though, which our kids will never experience, is going and picking out whatever CD you want and sticking well, it on their crappy. Uh, that's yeah. the only thing we did there. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I never bought my, books there. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Bought CDs there. I know. <laughs> my mom would go and buy. I'm, did they have like homeschooling stuff there? I feel like she probably bought us. Oh, I'm sure. Stuff. Yeah. But um, we would go and like, you know, that's where I got like my first Staves Acre album. And, mm. you know, like, yeah, because they had the, the hardcore the, stuff. Even though it was a Christian one, it, it was like Christian stuff that was more. Edgy, yeah, like, like solid actually state good. And nail. Yeah. yeah, um, that was really nice. Those were good times. Like that's Speaking where Daniel... tooth and nail. Have you guys watched the tooth and nail documentary? It's on YouTube. Have you watched that? No. About how it got started and how it like how they grew it, and it was just these two dudes in an apartment for a long time, and it's pretty. It's pretty good. It's like an hour long, and it's just on YouTube. You can find it, but uh. If you're ever looking yeah, for I listened to, to a lot of the the label the labelist podcast. What was it called? Labeled. Labeled. Yeah, the one um, that talked about tooth and nail and all those mm-hmm. type things. So but yeah, I'll have to check out that YouTube video. So maybe I didn't watch the YouTube thing. I think I just listened to the podcast because I knew I'd listen to something mm. on it. Yeah. Thank God for tooth and nail, though. Thanks. Thanks, God. Yeah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. <laughs> <Yeah>. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I was thinking, I mean, yeah. Matt, you, uh, you're talking about like they won't get kind of the experience that we had. I mean, like my mm-hmm. kids are going to listen to good music, like regardless, like whether or not it's, well, it's probably not going to be Christian music. <laughs> but if there are some good, yeah, if there's some good Christian music, I, they'll hear Christian no Jesus music in the church, house, If but, there's um, good Christian music, do you not still have your Stavesacre CDs? I, dude, I don't, I don't, man. I don't. I'll, I will occasionally go back in time via Spotify and like and listen to whatever, you know, but yeah, one I of the great things really is they t- have a lot of those on like YouTube and stuff now. Yeah. Like I yeah. even found uh, all the songs by like Twin Sister and people like that who are great fun. I think, Matt, before you're too disappointed in me, I think James and I went down a rabbit hole on a road trip. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Going up to Arkansas. Yeah. And we're listening to all of our favorites, like just checking them out. And I still like I still love like Me Without You, for example, mm-hmm. is a band that I think absolutely still has it. But um, and then Copeland, I was trying to I was kind of gonna bring up Daniel for a second. My brother like loved Copeland and apparently they're doing another tour kind of coming back together mm-hmm. or whatever. They're, they're and, coming. Uh, they're coming to the Oklahoma City. That's cool. And I'm going to see, speaking of bands that we love, 
I'm getting to go see Pedro the Lion on this next tour with Control because mm-hmm. he's playing Control and he's playing Hard to Find a Friend. Is it that right? Hard yeah. to Find a Friend and whatever the other one is. I'm really Control. excited about it. It's going to be coming here. Is it yeah, Control? Yeah, it's going to be great. Yeah. All right. So we've been talking about this. I just pulled this up and this could be fun for a second. The top 20 Christian rock bands. I'm assuming of all times. Of course, it's from the 90s. It's from the 90s and 2000s. Okay, so you want number 20. Hold on. What, we we have to guess. To what's, we the have criteria, to guess what's the criteria? Is this just by like by musical talent, by albums sold, by um, billboard charts? Like, What are we doing here? Yeah, we got to get this right. Primarity on popularity. Ugh. Okay. Yeah, my one DC is... DC Talk, Audio Adrenaline. Uh, audio adrenaline. Audio adrenaline is number twenty. Uh, wow! I'm surprised it's that low. I would low. say uh, point of grace. Wait, rock are they considered band. rock? Oh, okay. That's a good I point. I hope not. I missed DC the rock talk part. is number twelve. Yeah, I mean that's stretching it. That that's rock and roll, but uh, switch they use foot. drums. Switch so foot is I probably guess. like number one. Switchfoot, I'm sure, is number one. Actually, they are not number one. What's oh. really sad Switchfoot is, is number four. Okay. I feel like most of the people who really like Switchfoot don't know the first album that was their main good album. It's Ooh. still it's still my story of like getting to hang out with a band before they were anything is Switchfoot. Yeah. We'll always yeah. for See You at the Pole. Then they played it in Owasso at the Legend, See You at the Pole. Legend ride. of Chin is one of the few albums that like I would listen to straight through without skipping songs. So it's, it's a great album. It's a great album. So do you want to know what's coming in at number one? I will give you a hint. They are still going strong and making well, a lot of news. We we guessed number oh. four. Because well, that was Switchfoot. Number f- Skillet is number it's one. Skillet though. is number one. Yeah. Skillet is number one. So Switchfoot and Skillet are still going. I yep. personally have not heard of number two ever. Huh. I'm Carmen. curious. <laughs> rest in peace my friend master in peace uh hey. no it is the band red oh yeah i don't you're not red a, i do color i'm not a big fan um it's more hard rock type of stuff where like, does like uh, skillet where 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 is pod on this list hmm. pod is uh, are they even on the list? They should be. They are down the think. list. POD is number 15. Hmm. Okay. So then who I are will the top go... 10? Okay. Coming in at number one, we've already discussed it, Skillet. Coming in at number two is Red. Coming in at number three, Thousand Foot Crutch. Hmm. Really? Uh, missed that. Don't really know them either. Interesting. Coming in than... at number four is Switchfoot. Mm-hmm. Number five, I will give you a hint. Reliant K. David, you and I. Damn, that was it. Reliant oh, K. yeah. They're, they're still going, too. We're professionals. Yeah, we are. Good radio. Um, <laughs> coming in at number six is Cutlass. Ugh. Number yeah. seven is that car. Disciple. I don't know who that is. Um, it sounds like a bad tattoo. Those were the people that followed Jesus. What about... Um, is, <laughs> 
Is MXPX <laughs> on this list? I really want Even that to be. They're it not was really just those guys. Christian. It's all in Aramaic. MXPX is not on this uh, list. Oh, boo! I was trying to think of false. Yeah, this, yeah, it's was, a fake list. I was trying to think of like the <laughs> top news. grossing tooth and nail. Yeah, I don't believe in this list. Anymore. I can look that up too. <laughs> Coming in at number eight is Anne Berlin. Okay, that makes Coming sense. Coming in at yeah, number nine is Disciple Thirteen. This okay. Don't know who I, that is. I hate you mean this. Matthias? I hate this so much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry you hate it. Man, that was a that was a good Mercy Bible Me's joke for list. people. <laughs> yeah. Mercy Me's on the list, casting crowns, newsboys, striper. Oh, of course, newsboys. Man, yeah. remember Carter. remember that song They Don't Serve Breakfast in Hell? Yes. Mm-hmm. Man, that is true evangelism. Yep. Absolutely. And rock man. and roll. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. <laughs> was it one of the was it one of the skillet members that joined Newsboys? Like there was some sort of like weird crossover, like almost like a nineties uh, sitcom it was DC crossover. Talk, I think it's I yeah, think it's the black okay. guy from DC Talk. Yeah, nice. Okay, because I because I'm looking at the music video and I think that's who's singing. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Good times. If you don't make a appearance on a God's Not Dead movie, are you really even Christian? That's true. You know, that's a great point. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Well, y'all, should we do uh, a weird Christian Twitter update? Since I'm back, yes. it's OK if you say no, it's fine. Uh, it's not it's not going super deep today, but I had a couple that I wanted to bring up. So we're Christian Twitter. Oh, I've there it was. It. Yeah, now it's official. It, I brought it back. So. Michael Tate. Oh, Michael Tate. That was the yeah. Yeah, other yeah, yeah. guy's name from DC Talk. Um, not so, to not to interrupt. No, it's fine. But man. I'm going to. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he's on Twitter. I hung out with Kevin Max in a hotel once. All right, now you're up. Okay. <laughs> oh man. All right. So, first tweet since I haven't been on the podcast for a minute is uh, by our boy Matthew Pierce. What's up, Matthew? I know you listen. Um. In addition to my Awana bodyguards, my home is protected at all times by a Church of Christ College vocal group. They've never seen an acoustic guitar. Their harmonies can blow your panties off at 50 paces. <laughs> Miss you, Malia. I thought that one was pretty good. I liked it. It's good to have protection, you know. Um, <laughs> Wait, even outside if it's of- a Christian acapella oh, yeah. group. If you were going to rob a house or break like into a take house... Six. Ooh, yeah, another music reference from the 90s. Exactly. And Boom. you had just a group of college students come out and start singing a cappella at you. It would be difficult to, I think, enter the house and finish the job. Like you'd be like, it would it would, would be, be difficult to out. perform with a group yeah, of people singing. It at would you. be yeah. whatever you're trying to perform. Exactly. Um, <laughs> that's going to be in sex ed now. <laughs> it's like parents, are you having trouble keeping your your kids from having sex? Have you thought about hiring a church, about of, the Christ church of Christ acapella group? <laughs> this is where the Church of Christ is there for you. Oh, Lordy. Um, so, wow. um, so we had we had the State of the Union. Not sure if everybody Good got transition. that. And we're gonna be like we're gonna be like a week a week late on this when this when this episode comes out. Um we could tell like Valentine's stories, I guess. But um, <laughs> so 
I guess her name is it's Marjorie Marjorie Taylor Green. Is that yep. her last name? That's that's a person. Um, okay, so I don't know if y'all saw the pictures or any of the State of the Union. I watched just a little bit of it because I knew it was going to be a shit show. But um, like legitimately, Marjorie Marjorie Taylor Green came dressed as a Cruella Deville. Did y'all see this? I'm, yeah, I saw pictures, but I didn't look into it. Yeah, so she had a jacket on, like this fur jacket that looked like it was made out of, like, I don't know, minks or muskrats or something. And uh, it got to a point where Joe Biden's speech is going on, and he ends up, like, calling out all of the Republicans. Like, he's basically puts them on blast about potentially some of them wanting to end um, whatever, Social Security. And, you know, like, all of them are like, no, what are you talking about? And apparently there's some that may have said that to him or whatever. <laughs> and then uh, Cruella DeVille is up at the top. Was she supposed to be dressed like Cruella DeVille? Yeah, she thought it was She thought it was a costume party. And <laughs> so, But was she legitimately trying to dress like Cruella DeVille? No, or did she it just kind of look to, like that? I think that. She, was, she was trying just to look beautiful. Maybe that should be the cover of our episode. But anyway, she, she screams liar liar like so loud and like all the cameras zoom in out here or whatever so the twitter obviously had a heyday with this and our um our boy uh tyler huckabee from used to be the relevant podcast we still a writer and he's pretty funny on twitter said um me three little thimples of communion juice deep when the worship band goes with unforeseen instead of sloppy wet and he posted pictures of her screaming and i thought it was really funny to be fair it was really hard for me to pay attention to that because it sounded like you were reading it with a lisp at the beginning oh i can try (laughs) the ths yeah it just there was a lot of ths in there but um i just like the thought of somebody freaking out because they changed the lyrics of that song from sloppy wet to unforeseen yeah. And looking like um, Marjorie Taylor Greene in all of her glory. Can we be clear? Sloppy wet kiss is a super weird way to describe God's interaction with you. Yeah. It's um, it's way too much spit. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. I mean, who wants a sloppy kiss from anybody? Right. Well, what's an unforeseen kiss? I think that's a. Well, it sounds a, like sexual assault to me. Yeah. It it's an it from gross to rapey? replication. Yeah. <laughs> I think. I think the poetic intent from John Mark McMillan was supposed to capitalize on the church being the bride of Christ. And now yeah. it's like a person being attacked <laughs> by a kiss, a rogue right. kisser. And speaking of, you know, I was kind of uh, disparaging Christian artists. That's one that I think is a great songwriter. And I love John Mark. McMillan's yeah, that's songwriting. And, and like his brain. <laughs> if you listen to him songwriting. Talk, the dude's like, he's a smart. Yeah. He's a smarty, but um, he's a smarty. Yeah, um, he brains real good. He does. All right. So that's sexual. Thanks, Matt. Um, <laughs> he brains real yeah. good. Oh, he does. Wow. Yeah. Matt Calm earlier. There, Matt earlier. He's like, I'm ready for another kid. Um, I, see where, <laughs> I see where your head's at. <laughs> that's it. Um. And then I don't think we're allowed to play. We're not allowed to play video clips or anything on this podcast, are we? Because I'm I'm ready to. Okay. Is it music? 
No, it's a clip from New Girl. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, well, I'm going to put the volume. I don't know how copyright works. Yeah, me neither. So y'all... Um, <laughs> Most of the internet doesn't. <laughs> yeah, Brad, if we can't, then just, uh, yeah, just, just ad-lib it. something right here. <laughs> okay. All right, so um, probably in December, James had mentioned that he and Lacey May ended up re-watching New Girl. Like, that's one of the shows that they really enjoy. Matt, have you seen New Girl? I think we've talked about I'm it I'm like three seasons into it. You know, okay. I kind of stopped and started over Got the it. years. I've it is funny. I've watched the whole thing maybe five times. Yeah, so I I just finished my second viewing of yeah. New Girl. and It's um, definitely the show that, like, if, if, like, we have, like, 20 minutes to kill, we'll just put an episode on. And... Yeah. Yeah. And, like... And James and I have had a couple conversations. Brad, I don't know if y'all have watched you. You've watched it before, some of it, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. I've watched it all. Yeah. So anyway, I've decided, in uh, in the uh, generous spirit of James and I's friendship, that like this is a good call. Like this is a show I need to rewatch. And I was thinking about different clips that like were perfect, and um, I wanted to share this exchange between. Nick and Schmidt and yes for the record I love the character Schmidt and I like his uh the growth that happens with that character over the different seasons can we just that talk about surprising. how good good radio is uh for <laughs> sure bad. having somebody hold, hold the phone playing a video clip up to a microphone yeah good radio right there yeah absolutely. here we go uh, Brad, Brad you can fix this fix this in post but um how yeah Brad <laughs> yeah so just this cut around been, it enhance he's, he's got it but all right y'all listen to this okay here we and go. um this is this is what true friendship is it's it's uh, about giving the honesty to your best friend when they really need it but don't want to hear it so do you know how i broke up with elizabeth so that i could start dating cc again absolutely it was really hard for you yeah that actually never happened Amen. I'm still dating Elizabeth. What do you mean? I'm dating both of them, and neither one of them knows that, and I feel terrible about it. But Elizabeth is gone. What do you mean? She's not gone. So you broke up with Cece? I broke up with either one of them. What do you mean? You process this however you need to process it. If you want to keep talking it out. Which one are you dating? Both. Are you dating Cece? I'm dating Cece. Are you dating Elizabeth? Yes. How do you do that? They made me choose. You have to choose. You can't have both women. Uh, what was this? What's this? What do you think you're going to have a bunch of wives? You got one wife! I can't believe this just happened. It makes me so happy. It does and I had seen that earlier today, and actually. And it's on theme with Christianity, right? Like we what? used to mm-hmm. we used to be able to have many wives. Like at least our Jewish forefathers could. And now that's not how the world works. Hold on. Right? I think this is our perfect opportunity to bring back a segment. Uh oh. Matt, that clip is just played in a sermon service. <laughs> sermon illustration. Go. Okay. <clears throat> um, just putting him on the spot. The dude's it's... packing boxes to go to Tulsa. <laughs> We're yeah. still going to make him think. So Nick's point was that's the way the world works and he doesn't know why. Well, God, God's intent from the beginning that is written on our hearts is that man shall leave his father and mother and be cleaved to his one wife. Uh, But man is sinful and God had made concession 
for man early on with the multiple wives, but it was never his intent. And that's seen throughout the Old Testament, throughout Proverbs, and through the imagery of Israelites and uh, the and God going on to what we were just talking about of the church being the bride of Christ and the sloppy wet kiss. It is supposed to be between the one man and the one woman. And sometimes we want to say that something is the way the world works without actually knowing why, but getting to know our creator and his heart makes sense of things that don't make sense on the surface. That's all I got. <laughs> I, think, uh, I think your new church is in good hands, Matt. Good job, man. I, I hope. Yeah. I, I kind of feel like I would have gone with the um, only one God realm when mm. you were when you were saying Bride of Christ, going that route. Like in that, so I, I thought that might be a turn that was happening. Oh, but that we could no. be tempted to have many gods. Yeah, but that's but not can. how it's that's supposed not the way to it be. Like, yeah. Interesting call. Y'all could both uh, maybe preach on it. Sometime. Do you have uh, Do you have any other? Uh, new girl clips that we can make Matt do or, certain or illustrations weird from Twitter. Yeah, no, that's um, that's gonna be it for uh, for today. Although, Matt, I'm really proud of what you did with that. Um, most of, I think most of our content going forward will be illegal new girl clips that we're gonna share that Matt is then <laughs> going to preach on. So yeah, we're just yeah, gonna have a new segment sense. called. Um, Seg, uh, sermon illustrations from copyright violations. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, which is yeah. We just have to call it like few girl. There you <laughs> go. New girl, Fine. new illustration. Yeah. yeah. But um. So we're Christian Twitter. Oh, we're still on the Twitter segment. Okay. Yeah, we're done. I guess. So if we, if we are moving forward, I think there's one thing that's uh that David has mentioned a couple times now that uh Matt's going back to to Oklahoma. Yep. Um, and I feel like there's a couple things that people are really wanting to know about that. And, um, one is what belt are you on? And two, have you found a new dojo? (laughs) (laughs) Still on the yellow, but I was ready to test for my orange. And, uh, have I found a new dojo? There, there is a potential in the running, uh, is yes, it there's a guy Philip is Philip Jackson. just gonna teach you karate from now on? I, I haven't asked Philip yet, but there uh I, I I you know this is awkward, Philip. I haven't asked you yet, but uh don't ask him and teach. instead you have to fight him in one year's time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> don't do that. No, I think no. I think Philip would kick your butt. Oh, he man. would destroy you, but yeah, it would be super uh, funny. <laughs> just challenge like, him to a fight in one year's he's time. Got, he's got big muscles. Yeah. He does just have walk, large walk into muscles. his office and throw a gauntlet at him. Yeah. Throw a glove and challenge him to a fight and then walk back out. Or my yellow belt. Yes. Look what I got. <laughs> just throw the <laughs> yellow belt at him. Or tie your yellow belt around a baseball bat. <laughs> and then yellow belts and then go out of like, yeah. Martial art belts are like six feet long. I could just whip them with it. <laughs> Ooh, there you go. You could just Indiana Jones them, like straight up. That'd be good. Yeah, he's, he's on man. black or something, right? Yeah, I mean, he's been like a black belt for like a decade or something. I mean, he was mm. into that when we were younger. Yeah, but so how many six-year-olds not... has he fought? Not enough. <laughs> no, <laughs> I think you. he just teaches them. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if he's fighting them. You are going to have to kick him in the balls like right away. Yeah. <laughs> Fighting chance. I just hope you're ready for that. Yeah. That's what your training needs to be. Turn to the side, get the balls. 
Yeah. Yeah. Because we already sidekick know you can only balls. sidekick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. Sidekick. <laughs> With my kipped voice. <laughs> yeah, I do. I mean, it may be a little premature, but I probably should announce that I think both of my boys may be going into karate as well. My wife is very interested in getting them into something. And Holden is like anti-sports right now for some reason, which really makes me uncomfortable. But I guess that's part of being a dad. It's like your kid may not want to do the things that you like to do, but we may be. So what I'm hearing in one year's time, I may you are going to fight Matt. Dude, I think Matt and I are going to have to battle (laughs) after getting our belts. So, yeah, yeah. In one year's time. We've we've practiced against six year olds now. Yeah. <laughs> Can we handle yeah. someone our own age? I know. Yeah. You're both just gonna be kicking really low. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> shin, shin. Yeah. <laughs> Which really hurts, man. I'm gonna wear shin guards when we fight. So yeah. The soccer player in me. It would be such an amazing fight to see is y'all just kicking at each other in the shins <laughs> until one of you gives up. Uh. I think Dude, that would be all right. It's way, content. I mean, it's way less violent than the like slap fighting that's now like, a oh, big yeah, deal. yeah. Oh my gosh, that stuff's creepy. Dude, that stuff is really gross. Like, sometimes their faces turn purple and get really big. Yeah, it's they, like burst like the capillaries in their eyes and stuff. Dude, how many concussions? I don't know, drones and stuff. Yeah, so now that we um, we clarified that um. You're going to have to have Philip teach you. What do, what are you doing mm-hmm. with your life? <clears throat> so uh, I, I am moving back to Oklahoma, um, which I announced on the Facebook because that's where, you know. Well, yeah. Yeah, the Facebook.com is really where yeah, stuff happens. I mean, yeah. you, needed, you needed to let Georgianne know, your mother. Uh-huh. So that's the way yeah. to do it. Hey, we love that's you, Georgianne. The, the olds are. So I got to announce it there but yeah uh long story short like a year ago philip had met messaged me and we talked on the phone about uh his his church and his his department in particular uh needing to hire someone else and you know year goes by and i don't hear anything else about it and uh they were trying to hire internally and nothing was working out and just god hadn't raised up anyone in particular for that. And my in-laws were actually on a trip in Greece with uh, Michael Gabbert, the lead pastor of Evergreen where Philip works. And they were with a bunch of other ministry leaders, you know, state directors and other people. uh, So that way they could, they kind of like took a trial trip to take people on like Paul's missionary journeys type of a thing uh, to go do like a spiritual journey trip thing. Anyways, so they were over there and just uh, were talking about their kids and their ministries. And um, Michael was like, hey, I need to hire someone. And your son-in-law is looking for a job. And so then he messaged Philip about it. And then Michael looked and apparently he had my resume in his email for like a year. So, uh, oh, wow. He ended, yeah. So then he uh, got a hold of me when he got back to the States. And that was before Christmas. And then during Christmas, while I was down visiting my family, I went and I interviewed for like 13 hours with uh, Phillips Church uh, Evergreen. 13 and, hours. Yeah. Is that, is that the norm for you uh, church no. people? No. No. So I went and I met with Philip and then I uh, had like a couple, like two and a half hour interview with Michael, the lead pastor. And then I went to lunch with a bunch of staff guys. And then I came back and had some more meetings with some other people on staff 
And then I went and I picked up Kiva and we went to dinner with uh, Philip and his wife, Lindsay, and then Taylor, who's the college pastor and his wife, Abigail. And so, yeah, like 13 hours later, I finally went home. Uh, but it was, it was all, it was all good. And, and then ever since then, it's kind of been crazy. It went from my in-laws meeting them in Greece and then them calling me when they get back. And then the next week I interview after Christmas. And then the next week, uh, Michael calls Kiva and I, and we chat for a couple hours on the phone or on a video chat. And he says, he's going to talk with elder board and all that stuff. And then the next week I got a uh, job offer which I accepted. Uh, and then the next week after that, I went to staff meeting and went house hunting in Tulsa and found a house right away. That's great. And it's like a block from the church and put in an offer, offer accepted, came back. And then the next week I put my house on the market here, which was a big task. And then the next week I got a offer on the house here, which was a week ago now. And we accepted that offer. And then this last Monday, I, we did our, um, uh, not the assessment, but the, the inspection. inspector. Yeah. The inspection yeah. came, came through on Monday and we agreed with everything that needed to be done, which it was just really minor stuff. Uh, a couple of window updates and things like that um, on Tuesday. And yeah, so now we're just, we're, we're waiting to confirm some dates and times, but by the end of February, probably we'll be in, in Tulsa specifically, we'll be living in Bixby uh, just over the border in Bixby around 121st street. So yeah, so that, that, that's the like timeline of what happened. It was pretty wild, but I had some good chats with James on the phone about it just because I've been out of Oklahoma for so long and I've been out of like the big church world for so long. I've just been kind of nervous about being back in it, but, uh, through a series of events with family and other things, I've been feeling kind of convicted that I, I shouldn't avoid aspects of the church that annoy me, uh, if I feel like God's kind of put a burden on my heart to help speak into that and disciple in those areas, uh, not, not to stir the pot or anything like that necessarily, but, um, I've always kind of had these convictions. If I see something that's not right, I always jump up and I take care of it. Cause I feel like that burden, like, well, no one else is going to do it. And I, I usually jump at it, but this was one that I was kind of scared of for a while. And, um, mm-hmm a lot of things just fell into place, you know, uh, being able to go back to an area. Cause I've been wanting to be by, and I, I know I've talked about it on the podcast before. I've been wanting to be by family for a while as my parents get older and <clears throat> their, their health isn't great right now. Um, and we have little kids that want to be by their cousins and all that stuff. And where we're going to be at, it's right between two of our brothers, like 20 minutes, either direction to our brothers and their kids in about 40 minutes to my parents' house. So it's really an ideal place. And I'll be getting to work with one of my childhood friends, you know, one of my close friends that we grew up with, Philip. Um, and that'll be great. And being able to, to learn from him and his experience there. But also in the interviews and stuff, I was just really frank with them about kind of my uh, hesitation with some of that. And Michael and Philip and others I talked to, they were like, yeah, we, we actually feel like God's wanting us to hire someone externally because they've done a lot. They have a really healthy staff, but a lot of it's been internal hiring. And there's just a handful of guys have been hired externally. And so they were like, yeah, we feel like God, we, God nothing's opened up that God's wanting us to hire. And we want that outside uh, voice because Philip started the young adult ministry from just a handful of people and grew it to like 80 people basically. And so they're wanting some outside perspective and new ideas to kind of take it to the next level, which is why 
they kind of came came after me over the last like month and a half and just a lot of stuff kind of lined up and being able to learn from Philip and he's going to move into what they call the median adults, which is going to be um, like 35 to 55 year olds. Those that have probably that's, older kids. That's us, in, huh? We're in the, yeah, yeah, we're I in know. the medium adults. Huh? Weird. Yeah. Cause, strange. Cause Philip, you know, he's in that life stage. He got married right out of high school and had kids right away. Uh, <laughs> well, so we remember. Has, <laughs> yeah. He had his first yeah. kid when he was 12, right? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. So he has teenagers, but then I, I'm the same age, but I have little kids. I got seven and a five year old. So, uh, I'm in, you know, that stage of life, you know, I'm older, but I have that younger kid stage of life. So it'll be a good fit for me, uh, discipleship wise, uh, to be able to pour into people, uh, that are kind of making that transition out of college into marriage into having kids and just, you know, those people that are in that, that age range, that's kind of where I've been at because also with Kiva and I and our experience in the the coffee world over the last 15 years and the fashion industry, we're around a lot of those people that are, you know, kind of starting their careers and a little bit more transient as well. So uh, we're not, you know, just around a bunch of families all the time because of our, our backgrounds. So just a lot of those things just seem like it's going to be a really great fit just for, for where we're at right now. So, so yeah, we're, we're pretty excited and, <clears throat> yeah, I, I got to jump in on that. I mean, I think sure this opportunity is huge for you. And, you know, specifically, like Philip has to go work with people who have really, you know, lost their spark for life. And like you're getting the kids, the young adults, the people that still haven't been just completely worn down by society yeah. <laughs> and just destroyed as as a human soul. And so, like, I think that's a beautiful thing, you know, and yeah. Matt, let's be honest, you do have a, you do, you've always looked a little bit younger than everybody around you, like in yes. a beautiful way. Um, <laughs> and you're very handsome. And so like, yeah, this true. is going to yeah. be, this is going to be a really good spot for y'all and Kiva's beautiful. So like y'all, y'all are going to be like that shining light, that beacon of like, Hey, you may have two kids, but your life can still go on. You can still do fun things. And that yeah. is one of the uh, biggest things for ministry is uh, aesthetics. I mean, yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah I mean, we've all heard it so many times. You have to be able to have the smoking hot wife comments. Oh, sure. I, yeah. If you're going to use that in every sermon, please yeah. do. Yeah. Because there's that. there are a few things that there are a few <laughs> things better <laughs> and there are a few things better in ministry, especially uh, people who are in like uh, their prime of like trying to figure out their life sexually and all of that mm -hmm. to um, just help them to sexualize your partner. Um, oh, it's yeah. just one of the, it's just one of the <laughs> yeah. best, best things you can possibly do in Dude, life. I didn't, I don't want to go to a church unless I'm attracted to the pastor's wife. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Mike and he, and, I and I need him to promote it. Too. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And then, yeah. and the other thing, Matt is like, oh, I think as this podcast obviously blows up and, you know, mm -hmm. thanks to YouTube, we're going to really change our YouTube. listenership. Um, like Matt, we're going to use some of those funds to make sure and, and get you some Air Jordans so that you can like, Oh, really... so I can get on the pastors with sneakers. Yeah. So you can like, well, yeah. eh, we're not going <laughs> to, we don't have that much money, but we, oh, okay. we do want you to appeal. <laughs> we want to, we want you to appeal to your young adults. So yeah. like, we're going to get you at least a cool watch, you know, like maybe a swatch, you know, yeah. something like that. Have you that. heard of Casio? I'm familiar with Casio. Yeah. 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 It's my dad's. <laughs> My dad loves a swatch, a slap watch. Because uh, that's definitely what I pictured was like a slap bracelet. No, it's like a Swiss watch company. It's okay. like, yeah, that's Swiss so much better. Okay. Because I definitely pictured something very different. Yeah. 
like Matt's not a Rolex guy. Like he would have like a cool like hipster Casio, like he mentioned, mm. which is a great great company or we can get him a swatch which is like the rich man's casio so yeah it'll be great yeah go to a fossil store please don't there you go. Dude, i can't man. believe we fossil went to fossil store <laughs> i didn't i <laughs> speaking of dude, fossil the buckle is still around oh man is those like, jeans still dude. Buy, like oh man I, still I own quite a few same. pair of buckle jeans and my mom hated me mm. for it and rightfully so <laughs> she was like 80 dollars for jeans like mom, I want to. I want to be cool. Speaking of uh, eighty dollars <laughs> for jeans. Thanks for your life update, Matt. By the way, but we're moving on. Yeah. Yeah. What's yeah, up? Yeah. Yeah. We're we're over it. <laughs> okay. Um, good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was a balloon that like oh, there was, was just balloon. on the news for hours and like zoomed in on. And every time I would walk by and my father-in-law was watching, it was just a blue sky with just a white balloon floating along. And I thought it was funny every time I saw it. But uh, it's crazy that a balloon floating across America. It made national news, man. Like the majority of the screen, they would have people like little on the side with just, let's look at this balloon just in case. (laughs) was so big. So, again, it's been a week. But this is important to talk about. Like we had we had a Chinese spy balloon in the entire like let's we'll just stay on Twitter, Matt. I'm sure you saw some of this. People were freaking out yeah. because the United States seemed like they weren't responding to this um this spy balloon that was I guess going over silo sites. Is that what we're assuming they were looking at like nuclear sites and that sort of thing? And then they go over Nashville to see where I guess Carrie Underwood Underwood lives or something. <laughs> Underwood under where Carrie Underwear lives <laughs> to see where you know, Carrie Underwood. Um, <laughs> it's the dollar store. And, <laughs> and to be honest, I was I was kind of there with some of the Republicans. I'm like, what are we doing? You know, like why haven't we responded to this balloon if it's really a spy balloon? Like, is this because we want to be diplomatic with with china like i i didn't really know what was going on yeah but i'm sure james you found some stuff i'm gonna say all my random stuff about it yeah please tell us more Do about y'all have it. thoughts first matt brad uh i mean i haven't looked too much into it but biden's excuse of not wanting to shoot it down where it was populated i mean it sort of makes sense but it was in Montana. I was like, there. I was gonna say there are like you know, empty forests and stuff, yeah. right? <laughs> that's yeah. that's a good. And it's point. not yeah. fire season right now, so it's not like the forest would catch on fire when it's covered in snow. True. Yeah, I don't know. It's a it's a strange. It's, it was strange. It seemed a little weird, like to give <clears throat> to give the republicans some love like it it did seem kind of strange that nothing happened yeah. until yeah since, since over someone South was supposed to be going to china right wasn't someone supposed biden to be visiting was supposed china? to be going to china yeah so i feel and like it was didn't. more of a diplomatic thing that they were trying to figure out what to do to like you know not ice that relationship so they like let's wait as long as possible and they're still mad about it when it gets like the chinese are still mad that it got shot down oh sure yeah, sure. You know? So the the statement that China actually put out was saying that they did excessive force against a civilian aircraft 
and that it was a, an aircraft that was being used for mostly meteorologic, meteorological purposes, um, which was all wording that was supposed to lean towards a certain like treaty that had been signed um, yeah. with like all the UN people. It's called the Chicago Convention or the Convention on International Civil Aviation. Ooh. Words of fanciness. Yeah. Um, but uh, all all but one country in the UN has signed this and been a part of it. And so like there's specific wording in it that they were trying to like piggyback on. Oh, yeah. Where it essentially says, bit, yeah. um, if you shoot down a civilian aircraft, it doesn't matter where it's at. If you shoot down a civilian aircraft of another country, it's considered a declaration of war. And so they were trying to piggyback on that. But in the treaty, there's actually specific sections that talk about balloons because this is not the first time this kind of thing has happened. <laughs> so there's specific parts that talk about balloons and they say, essentially you can have a balloon fly over anybody's country. It's fine. The sovereignty of airspace doesn't count. Um, as long as it is only for the purpose of meteoro meteorological yeah. things. Right. And so China said it was mostly that, so that doesn't count. <laughs> and it also says mm -hmm. that the, the actual like, <laughs> payload like or the, like the machinery along with the balloon can't weigh more than 8.8 .8 pounds and the size mm -hmm. of the stuff with this balloon was like the size of three buses wow mm -hmm. so there's all of that but we also don't know really why they did it because they have satellites over america like that's totally legal we have satellites yeah. over them they have satellites yeah. over us they can zoom in and look at everything way better than a balloon can because they're not really yeah. great at getting information. And so and this has it just happened seems like half weird. a dozen times already, right? So we they've said they've looked up stuff and said that there have been three other instances, two during two or three during the Trump era, and then three. one yeah. during Biden's presidency, but they kind of like dipped into airspace and then backed out. Where this one started mm -hmm. in Alaska and went all the way across until it exited after South Carolina and when it was around over Montana, Biden had already given the okay to shoot it down. Mm -hmm. And it was like military figuring out when they wanted to shoot it down. And they specifically said, there's no threat with this balloon. Yeah. Like we're fine with it. And so there wasn't really a need to shoot it down because they were like any information it's going to get, they already have because there are satellites. But, Why risk forest fires or people or whatever? Yeah. When, when but technically, we are Americans, James. Let me, which is let why me, we shot it down. This, we have yeah. to shoot it down. And it we want to see it explode. You know what I'm saying? We so, did get to see that. But, we did. But we, did. we also have sovereign airspace 12 nautical miles from low tide shoreline. So mm. we waited until it was over the ocean. And it was also not only over the ocean, but they waited until it was at a section that was a depth of about 50 feet. So it's like super easy to get the stuff and then shot it down. Oh, that's smart. Yeah. And we got to see Tom Cruise in a jet, which was pretty badass. So <laughs> <laughs> they should have had Tom Cruise shoot it down. I mean, Dude, he can fly a yeah. jet. Yeah. That, that way it's like, oh, it was a civilian. What not us. It was right. Just yeah. a civilian and <laughs> people would then think it was cool. Um, yeah. Definitely. Or they could have like definitely. shot Tom Cruise at it, like just fly over it and just <laughs> dive through the balloon. Yeah, was Just Top Gun give one a, of the few really movies that helmet? China allows in? I I hope oh, they it, did. It has I to hope be. they, yeah. Right? How um, can you say no to Tom Cruise? Yeah, it's because because Top Gun they never have a bad guy. They don't name a bad guy. It's like just the enemy, and right. it's generic. it is. Yeah, I, I kind of love that they do that though. That's like they're like we want to 
blow away box office like right. records across yeah. the board. We're not gonna have an enemy. Let's have You're this just big Eastern decide, yeah. European enemy. But going back to the mm-hmm. balloon, though, right? So we had this this giant, apparently super heavy, slow moving balloon. They start. Yeah, all- I saw a thing that said that the balloon was this like when it was blown up, it was like taller than the Statue of Liberty, like the balloon itself. That's, wow, that's a legit balloon. Yeah. It's, so it starts in Alaska. Like nothing's going on in Alaska, right? Like, right. Whatever. Why aren't we blaming Canada for not blowing this balloon over, right? So if it started in Alaska and came over, it had oh, to across yeah, Canada. They didn't care. Come on, Canada. Trudeau was like, it's going to hit Montana. There's yeah. no way this thing's going to last. I'm just like, yeah, I was ready for Biden to be like, well, Canada didn't respond. So we are going to wait and see what we we're going to do. But- I mean, the whole thing, like the reason it was shot down feels like a flex of basically like, hey, China, we don't really care what you think. We're going to shoot it because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it was unnecessary. Like from everything they've said, all the information they could have got they can just get from satellites yeah that are totally legal um it's just had the most amazing incentive thing. well it, I, it genuinely might have been an accident even though there is one over somewhere in south america or south or central yeah. america they lost another one apparently mm. <laughs> it's just flying over somewhere um it may have just been a test of seeing like what we would do potentially yeah, that's what i'm saying like are they just trying to test in the yeah the, and, Waters, it, and it was also an opportunity, like you said, I mean, for Biden basically to flex and be like, I'm not afraid to shoot down a, sure. a Chinese balloon. The only reason I feel like it has the potential of being an accident is China like doesn't apologize for things. And they actually did apologize early on. Like, yeah. Whoops. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we, we lost, we lost the balloon. Of this which balloon that's I will say, so I when I proposed to my now wife, uh, I did it in a hot air balloon and Ooh, like way to turn this about you, James. That's right. I love it. Okay. Um, <laughs> they have no control when you're in a balloon. They just go up and you're going where you're going. Like it's mm-hmm. the most ridiculous really? thing. Yeah. So the way it worked when we were in a hot air balloon is they literally have a car just chase you. It's not like we'll meet you in this general area. They have to like follow you on the ground. And when they were like, it's about that time. She just started lowering and we were in um, uh, Baton Rouge and wow. we literally were in started like out, outskirts of Baton Rouge and it blew us to the middle of Baton Rouge. And so we just landed in a street. They, they have That's people pull fun. into a parking lot, yeah. jump out, run over, grab the balloon. And she kept it up high enough that they could walk it to a parking lot because we literally came down in the middle of the road. <laughs> There's no control at all. You can go up or down. That's it. <laughs> so this that they didn't have up or down control, and they were like, it hit a weird gust of air. Whoops! <laughs> I thought they said it had rudders and like. Yeah, I've seen could... around the world in eighty days. Like Jackie Chan, you know, you got <laughs> around the world. I just thought I had seen that they had like <laughs> rudders in a way. Even if they so, steer it a little bit. There's, I mean, doesn't work very well. I mean, that's a weird path to go. I get that they're like, well, there's silos around. Yeah, we have silos all over America. So talk about weird flex. I saw this video on, I think it was on Instagram today, of this cargo jet. And there was some apparently really rich guy that really wanted to ship his Lamborghini. 
and he's they stuck it on the top of this cargo jet and literally like wrapped these ropes around it and it's a video from the plane you know how if you land at like lax or a big airport you're normally next to another plane and it's a person in this other plane shooting it shooting at the other one and there's just a lamborghini sitting on top of the of the plane like wrapped around it looked it looked fake but yeah i really hope it was real <laughs> what a horrible way to do that yeah i know matt what a weird flex matt right? when you when you took this new job was that part of your sign on bonus i mean is it your lamborghini the lamborghini yeah no that they just have oh. to strap it to a plane the one you already have they no i think i get I think my my bonus is I get leftover food in the youth room. So. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> sorry to hear that. <laughs> so lots of pizza. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. Uh, it's funny. Like, I'm not. I'm not joking. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm I'm already on like the staff text thread and stuff, and like every other day, someone's like, you know, bagels left in such and such room. I'm like, Kiva, we need to get there. There's so much food just <laughs> sitting so around. There's so much food. Yeah, yeah I'm excited. Some pizza. Yeah, you're like mm. they weren't even going to offer me a Ford Taurus, you know. Like, <laughs> they have food. That's what you get. So. Also, a random thing: we uh, there was a treaty signed by 35 different countries in '92 that we could actually do surveillance over each other's countries, which is why we've been able to do that over like Russia, and they've been able to do that over us. And China wasn't a part of it, so it's irrelevant. But even yeah. more so. Trump backed out in 2020, so we're not a part of that anymore. So we can't actually Ooh. do surveillance over those countries anymore. Thanks a lot. Interesting. <laughs> Fun facts. I, well, we've covered a lot, fellas. I know. This has been great yeah. for everybody. We didn't, we didn't even get into we didn't even get into uh, Satanistic Grammys mm. and. Whatever else has happened. Sounds like a good band name. Satanistic Grammys. <laughs> <laughs> I was imagining Satanistic Grannies, but oh, Satanistic that was, that Grannies. Was a very different yeah. thing. <laughs> mm. That's immediately what came to my mind too when he said when he said that. I was like, ooh, that does sound like a hardcore band. But <laughs> but uh yeah, so we just, I'm glad we got to get everybody together. You know, I'm glad we got to see see some faces we haven't seen. We haven't got to see David in a while. He's been on paternity leave and all kinds of things. And Matt, we've haven't seen you in a little bit as well. And so it was good to see you. And, you know, we got some really cool episodes coming up. I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. We've got some, we're focusing on some really cool authors. Um, there's some good books that are coming out, especially in April. Uh, we're working on some more, uh, you know, we're going to have some, different conversations than we've probably had in the past. We're going to have some different voices on here than we've had in the past. Try to give some more voices to more sides. Um, and so that's going to be, that's going to be cool coming up. Uh, as we mentioned, we are going to try to start putting episodes on YouTube with that. We're going to hope that you will support the artists and authors that we have on. We'll have links for you to be able to, uh, buy their books through the video, which will be really cool. And uh, if you know of a book coming out, uh, a, a documentary coming out, um, a record coming out, whatever, uh, you know, that you think would be, would be a good guest, you know, we'd love to hear from you. You can find us in all the standard places. Um, 
you know, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, everything is okay.net is our website. You can find this and other content. We do have a Patreon. As you can tell, we don't have any sponsors. Uh, what the Patreon does that helps us uh, with buying simple things for the podcast. Um, the website we use to record this, um, microphones if they break, things like that. So for as little as I think it's $5 a month now, you can support us. You get extra content. You get extra things, uh, ways to get a hold of us and send different ideas for episodes, things like that. We have taken ideas from that and uh, we'd love to hear from you. So, right. Real quick, Brad, um, you missed yeah. the most important aspect of Patreon. Not to, okay. not to put you on blast, but Patreon is going to help us purchase the new Jordans for Matt. Okay. So <laughs> y'all, this is an opportunity for you to help Matt get super hip with the people of Tulsa. I mean, is that what the kids do these days? Dude, absolutely. My friend James and the I. Dunks? Dude, James and I. Yeah, Brad probably knows more about sneakers than I do. James and I have a really good friend, Alex. And uh, he came to Ecclesia with some Jordans. Y'all, from the 16 year olds to the 65 year olds, they're all checking out those shoes. You know what I'm saying? He's on stage, he's playing his little gym babe. They're looking at his shoes. All right. They're looking at his shoes. Matt, that's what He's, we're going to give to you. Okay. I need to tune his djembe. <laughs> it's filled with animals. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I mean, join it our does, Patreon. It doesn't help your argument that I didn't actually notice that. Well, of course. You, you don't, James, you don't wear shoes. Of course you're that's not going to notice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but. Yeah, help us support Matt's new job with a shiny pair of Jordans. So apparently, I have to wear more than my black vans that I always wear. His new job and his arches. That's right. In my yeah, that's true. Uh, the Jordans give you a lot better support than the vans, yeah. to Matt. So yeah, you'll be good. You're getting older. Sometimes I wear Chucks, so that's even worse. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Thanks, Brad. Yeah. Let me. Glad we covered that. Yeah, I'm done now. I'm done. You got it. All right. In that case, with that, we'll go ahead and end this episode. I'm Brad Stair. I'm David Meggs. I'm James I'm Eisenhower. On behalf of Malia Mullins, everything's okay, people.
Where 